Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello everybody, welcome along to the Rangers Rabble football phone-in, or Rangers Rabble phone-in, I, I don't know, football phone-in sounds a bit stupid because it's... A bit rid- redundant, isn't it? Aye, uh, what do you think, football phone-in or just phone-in, Al? Just phone-in, everybody knows it's a football phone-in, we need to talk about Rangers. Aye, uh, it could be New York Rangers or... Oh no, never mind. Uh, yeah, hello and welcome to everybody watching, hello. Um Hold on and I'll put the information there so you know how to get in contact. So yeah, this is your show. Um, I started this so that we could get your opinions so you could tell us how wrong we were. So if you want to get in touch with the show and have your say, it's 0141-628-7237. I'm joined by Alan. He's a very handsome looking man. Have you lost weight? I wish I had. It's just a good camera angle. <laughs> it's just a, well, I, can, I can never find a camera angle. Well, I've not shaved or never shaved today, so I'm looking a wee bit rougher. So maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Maybe I need to shave. So, Alan, we have got, by my reckoning, quite a lot to talk about. I hope so. What, what um, we got? Cholak. So, Cholak, so like like buses, isn't it? We've waited all summer for signing news, and then we get two coming along at once. So. Hi, um, Cholak, we've obviously learned a lot about in the last few weeks um, through various pods and forums and, and having guests on. Um, and, and Tom Lawrence, we maybe know a wee bit more about being uh, based in the English game for so long. Um, so I'm uh, exciting times, starting to see players coming in. Unfortunately, we might see uh, one or two go out over the weekend. Well, definitely one going out over the weekend, but um, exciting times. The most important thing is that... In less than 24 hours, Martin, Rangers are, Rangers are back. Or just over 24 hours, it's 8 o'clock kickoff, isn't it? Rangers are back. Uh, an 8 o'clock kickoff, by the way, that JD had absolutely no clue about. Because I just I just <laughs> asked him five minutes ago if he could host a reaction tomorrow. And he was very confused when Bolly Irwin told him it would be after 10 o'clock. That's true, but I seem to remember somebody in our group chat thinking that the game was the night, Martin. <laughs> for context um, I seen something on Twitter um, and I put a message in the phone in group chat oh no wait a minute we can't do it tonight we can't do it because Rangers are playing and then realised that it was indeed Friday and it wasn't Saturday 
So yeah, there we go. So yeah, um, a big hello to everybody in the comments, of course, as ever. Thank you very much for tuning in and joining us. Please do subscribe if you it's your first time here, or if you've been here loads of times and not subscribed. I would have to ask why. So hit that subscribe button, hit the like button. If you're on Twitter, give us a wee retweet, give us a like and comment as well. I will try and deal with as many comments as I can. Um, hopefully the phone calls start coming through and we can stop waffling on. So yeah, Alan, a, a few bits of transference to talk about. We'll start with the latest, which is uh, Tom Lawrence. Um, it's real, it's Rangers Twitter is like something I've never really experienced before. We're crying out for signings. We've made two signings now and still at least 50% are they happy. Uh, what do you make about Tom Lawrence? Um, I'm quite happy. I'm not convinced he's going to be a, a starter. Um, same with Joe Lack. I'm not convinced he's going to be a, a starter. Eight. Either does he improve our first 11 right away? Maybe not. Um, but I'm quite happy we were... <laughs> We were screaming out that we were at least an, a, a striker of some form light in the second half of last season. Morelos got injured. Roof was made of chocolate. Um, Itton wasn't good enough. So there we had... Sakala's not really wasn't really playing as a centre-forward, but there we've got three centre-forwards. Um, one gets injured and that's us. We're screaming out we're, we're one light. Um, so Itton went out and we brought in two. So that's us got the numbers. The fans were looking for the numbers at centre-forward. That's us got them. Um, the quality will remain to be seen in Scottish football, um, but I think that you know, I, I hope that we've, we've paid due diligence with these guys and uh, we've we've done our homework. We've took our time with the signings. We've been linked with both of them for a long time. They've, they don't appear to be rushed, so um, I th I th I'm quite happy that, that they've came in now and they've got a couple of weeks to to train with the squad and, and sort of bed in a little bit. Um, the important thing is, I think there is, as I say, I don't think they're going to improve our starting eleven. But as far as the centre forward positions go, we're not selling the the most important player there at the minute. So um, they don't really need to improve our starting eleven at the minute because there's still uh, Mr. Murray lost there. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, it will be come the end of the transfer window. Um, so yeah, I'm quite happy with that. I think we've improved um, on the quality of the backups um, with it and gone and, and these two lads coming in. So. Um, I'm, I'm more than happy with the business. Right, we've got a question from Stuart Henderson. Is it pronounced Cholak or Kolak? It is indeed Cholak um, for the simple reason that on Twitter yesterday I seen him saying his own name, so that's how I know that he pronounces it Cholak. Um, do you know what I didn't notice? I, I, I didn't realise, sorry, about uh, Lawrence. Now, I've seen him quite a lot over the years, um, but I didn't realise he was actually 28. So he's quite, we're getting quite an, an experienced footballer who's played all his career in the Championship in England. Yeah, I remember, I remember him being um, quite a, a sort of highly thought of youth prospect at Man United, and I would have swore that was only three or four years ago. Um, but obviously it wasn't. Uh, time, no. goes, time goes by, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I was surprised to see he was 28 as well. Um, I was surprised to see he'd spent all his career um, in the Championship. Or certainly the, the biggest proportion in the championship. I'd have swore that he was playing in the Premier League at one point. Um, in fact, actual fact, I had a look at the, the list of clubs that he played for. I'd have swore he played with West Brom at one point as well. Maybe I'm thinking of a different Lawrence though. Um, and I thought he played with West Brom in the Premiership, but or I'm maybe thinking of somebody else. But yeah, 28 years old, um, good experience in that league, which is obviously a different, difficult league. Um, 
maybe not, it's, well, it's definitely not the highest standard of football compared to the English Premiership, but as far as competitiveness goes, it's, it's really difficult and it's, it's a little bit more physical, a bit like the Scottish League is. Um, so you'll be used to that. Um, <laughs> so, well, you <laughs> yeah. look at his yellow card record, Alan, it's, and somebody made this point today on Twitter, which I thought was a great point. He's going to bring a kind of steel to that Rangers team that for me, and I agreed with the point that was made for me, was missing. And it's been missing for, I mean, you could maybe say last season Lundstrom, possibly, but to have that bit of grit, determination, he'll put in a challenge, he'll pick up probably quite a lot of yellow cards in Scotland, but we need that. Yeah, I think at the back we've always, well, not always had it, but we certainly had it in Lundstrom this year. Steve Davis was more than capable of providing it well at times, as was Ryan Jack at times. Um, but going forward, we lacked it a little bit. And I'm not saying that Arimo was light as lightweight or, well, Hadji is a little bit lightweight or that, um, well, Morello certainly isn't lightweight either. But we needed that sort of that bite going forward um, and, and somebody that's that's not afraid to, to sort of, how do you phrase this? Run a wee bit like Gaza, stick the elbows up and go for it. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, modern football, you wouldn't get away with that. But we certainly needed that kind of attitude again. And Tom Lawrence might bring that to Rangers. I hope he does. I hope he's not had that stung out of him because I know he got a lot of criticism for his, his uh, sort of aggressive approach to the game over the years. So um, hopefully we see that wee bit of bite when he comes in. And uh, I don't think he's made it to Portugal for the training camp, but we might get a wee taste of him next week in uh, Sonny Blackpool. Well, we're still, Rangers are still waiting, I think, on international clearance. I don't think they've got that yet. Mm. Um, but listen, what, what do you, you guys watching, what do you think um, about Tom Lawrence? Um, 01416287237. Pick apart everything Alan has just said and tell him how wrong he is, please. Um, Curry, if you're watching, buddy, um, long story cut short, I was in a rush to get home for work. I've left my phone in work. Um, I know you messaged me earlier and there was something that you wanted me to say um, about uh, a channel a channel member and somebody who watches all the time, Heather. Um, if you want to phone in, bud, um, and let everybody know, because um, I can't even get access to Twitter to get all the information. Um, so I've, I've lost absolutely everything. Um, another thing about Lawrence as well, before we move on to, to Cholak, Alan, I had a wee look at his stats um, and he's played, I would say, 90% of his games on the left of an attacking three. Um, so bringing him in, obviously, it's obviously something Gio's signed off on, something somebody that Gio wants. What position do you see Lawrence playing um, in this? And do you think he will be a starter? No, I don't think he'll be a starter. I think even if Aribo goes... Um, which, well, I don't think Aribo's going to go. Um, uh, assuming Aribo goes and we don't sell anybody else, I don't think um, Lawrence is a starter unless he can turn into a right winger overnight. Um, and he's not a right Kent's, winger. Yeah, Kent, Kent's not going anywhere. Uh, Kent, if he stays, isn't going to lose his place in the team. Neither is Morelos. Um, the right wing position is still somewhere I think we're lacking, but... Hadji can might play there, Scott Wright might get a chance there, Sakala might get a chance there. I'm not saying any of those guys are going to provide Rangers with the finished article that we need at right wing, but they're the players we've got that are going to sort of play in that position. The number 10 role is probably Lawrence's best chance, um, but again, Hadji can play there, Wright can play there. 
Um, and Alec Lowry as well can play there, who I hope we see loads more of this season. We should see loads more of him this season because he's 19 now. We should, he should be playing more first-team football. So um, I, I'm not convinced he is a starter unless he's going to play in that 10 position and make it his own. But as I say, that's just my opinion. So if anybody wants to tell me I'm horrendously wrong, then <laughs> don't worry, I'm used to it in the house. Um, I've felt it quite regularly, so just come on and tell me. I'm well, a big the, boy. The phone lines are very, very quiet. Um, I would have thought for a Friday night, you know, a couple of people, we tipple, um, would want to come on and, and, and have their say. Because it's been quite... The, the phone has been really busy the last few times we've done it. But if we just take a, a wee kind of... Now, you know me. I'm not a stats guy and, and all that. But if we just take a, a very quick look um, at his kind of overall record, I, I, I'm I'm not going to pretend that I've rhymed this off the top of my head. So I'm, I'm staring at it at my computer screen. He's, he's played 263 games in the Championship. 189 of them have been as a left winger and only 20 have been as a right winger. He's actually played more games, Alan, as a second striker. Um, so you've mentioned it. We'll discuss it. Joe Aribo, um, 99.999% away. So is that is he then the replacement for Aribo? And if so, will that affect Lowry? Uh, I hope it doesn't affect Lowry. Um, I, I would need to see Lawrence before for a game or two before I decide if I think he's he's a replacement for Aribo. Um I just don't I'm not convinced that he's that's going to be his best position, that number 10. I hope I'm wrong because we could be doing with somebody making that their own, but I just think Hadji's going to get a chance here as he should. He deserves a chance here after coming back for an injury. Um and Alec Lowry as well. So you're probably going to have the three of them playing for the one position actually. Um mm. as I say, unless one of them suddenly becomes a right winger overnight. Um so I'm, I, that's why I'm not convinced he's a starter because I think there's going to be the three of them playing for the one position. I think they're all going to get their chance. They all deserve their chance, and it'll be it'll be a race to see who makes it their own position first. Because much like you know somebody like John Lundstrom last season was he got his chance and then he was out of the team, and we played a couple of different people in that sort of role that, that Lundstrom ended up playing, and he was the one towards the end of the season, the second half of the season that made it his own. He blew everybody else out of the water, and John Lundstrom was the first name in the team sheet. Tom Lawrence might do the same thing with that number 10 role. He might dip in and out. Other people might get a chance and he might be the person. But so might Lowry, so might Hadji. So that's why I don't think Lawrence is a guaranteed starter. We will talk about Hadji in a wee second. But we do have our first caller of the night. And it is Curry Muncher. Um, if I just sort the, my, my speaker settings out. Curry, how are you? I'm no bad, mate. How are you? Did you like my whole professional... You're in the background, you can hear the show, and then you're brought in. How was how that? Yeah, <laughs> glide eat your heart out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Before we talk about Heather Curry, um, right. Tom Lawrence, yay and nay, how are you feeling? Oh, it's a, it's a yay for me. Uh, everybody over the last two weeks, two, three weeks since uh, everything came across, uh, I've been crying out for for us to bring somebody in, and they've been, sign somebody, sign somebody. We've brought in two, on paper, looks decent signings. It's going to improve the team, both in the first team, and probably what's going to be sitting on the bench as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why everybody's mourning. Uh, Warren's a, he's what we need at the team. 
we need somebody that's got no just going to get pushed off the ball and complain. We need somebody, we need, I hate saying this, we need a hard man in the team. And he sounds as if, I don't know enough about him, but from the little that I've gathered on the, and I might but I'll be able to pick up the day, he's, he's know the type of player that's going to be pushed off the ball and, and, we, and take any garbage with any other players. He's going to get stuck in himself as well. He's had a, quite a few yellows, but he's all, over his career, he's only had three reds, so he's not that bad. So I'm looking forward to him playing. I hope I hope he does well. That's all I can ask for. As soon as he comes to the Rangers, any player I want them to do, brilliant. And that's all I want. So I don't, I don't see why anybody's complaining about it. It'd be even worse if I hadn't been signing anybody. Everybody would be a hundred times worse, in my opinion, anyway. Do you think, Corey, that there's a possibility that it might affect um, Alex Lowry's chances of playing or, or stop him playing as many games as he might have had Lawrence not come in? Mm, no. no. I, I think that's going to happen is when Aribo goes, which is like 99.9% done probably, uh, and agreed on, uh, I can see, as I, I think I said last week, uh, I'd, I'd like to see him maybe getting a chance at the number 10 role. Uh, Hadji's going to be out till after the, the rumours is that he's going to be out until after the World Cup. It gives him perfect opportunity. I would start, I'd definitely start wanting to play Lowry a lot more and as many games as he's physically capable of. Yeah. That's what I, I want. He's definitely an upcoming player. I don't want him getting burnt out. I don't want... Don't want to see him play every single game. Obviously, if he's good enough, he will do. But I want to see him getting more time, and that includes like cup games, maybe the early rounds of the uh, Champions League, uh, and I mean the games against uh, I hate saying this lesser sides in the Premier in the the, the league. Mm-hmm. No, no. Listen, I, I couldn't agree more. Right now, you messaged me earlier on on Twitter. Um, I have since left my phone at work because I am a fanny. <laughs> um, tell everybody about Heather and about um, the, the cause that she's working for. Thank you very much for this as well. Uh, sorry about this chat. This is not, nothing to do with Rangers, but it's uh, regarding a very, very good Rangers supporter and an avid follower of the Ranger Travel pod. Uh, I just recently spoke to Heather and she's a, she's a lovely lassie. Brand new. Now she's been. She works for a charity, and let me tell you, give me all the details. It's the Brain Tumor Charity, and she's been working for them. And she just recently was awarded the Platinum Championship Award. Who's been honoured by Her Majesty the Queen? And she does some amazing work and contributes to this charity. Uh, she's also a survivor of two major surgeries regarding the same subject. And I mean, I think she's an absolutely amazing person. So I'd just like to say a big shout out to her. And I hope the rest of the guys do as well. And for the British Tumor Charity that she does her work for. I know, amazing. And what I'll do is once I get access, I've not even got access to my to my Twitter, Curry. So 
-hmm. once I get all that access back, I will get all the relevant details. Um, I will put all the links in the description of this video and I'll put a wee tweet out as well because um, Heather always messages on Twitter. She's always supportive and you see all the stuff that she does. Um, it's absolutely phenomenal. The only thing I disagree with Heather on is her choice of English team. But um, the, the, less, <laughs> the less said about that, the better. Um, Curry, mate, excellent, as always. Thank you so, so much for coming on. Is there anything else you'd like to say before I let you go? Do you want to have a go at no, Alan? No, was it, mate. As I said, I wasn't going really to phone in the night because I've, I've, been, I've got somebody playing jingle bills with a sledgehammer in my head. I've had bad headaches all day. I can't get rid of it. So I was like, oh, I said, that's how I said to you, could you maybe give a shout out? But you're that absent-minded. You leave yes. your phone about. I'm not saying any other. But why? How did you manage that? Because my missus is away to London. I've got the house to myself. I was rushing home for work to pick up my daughter to drop her off at my mum's and I forgot my phone. Oh, all right. So the missus is away so you can leave your phone lying about in case you find it. <laughs> 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 well, that, listen, that was, that's how accusations get made. <laughs> <laughs> Curry, mate, guys, always appreciate it. You take care, mate. It's nice to talk to you and all, buddy. Will do, Curry. Thanks for phoning in. We'll speak to you soon. Hey, brother, mate. Right. See you later, guys. Cheers, buddy. Bye-bye. Right, so if anybody else wants to phone in now, I can only take one call at a time. I know somebody else did try to phone in there, and I apologise. If you want to phone back, um, I will more than, than happy to take the call. Well, well done, Heather. You're a superstar. She absolutely is. Um, I will get all that all that information um, put up um, so that everybody um, can um, get all the relevant information. Nicholas Moore, the South Wales loyal. Um, I'd, like, maybe, I'd maybe like him to phone in and give his opinion yeah. on, on Tom Lawrence joining. Um, must, must be a happy man. I hope, he, I hope he's a lot better than the last Welshman we signed. Well, hey, don't get him. Don't get him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I listen, I, I'm not as bad as JD. I, I didn't think Ramsey was that horrendous. It wasn't great, but it wasn't that horrendous. But uh, no. I'd still like him to be better than, than the last Welshman we signed. <laughs> yes, yes. Martin's got an empty. Yes, Martin does have an empty. Um, right, Alan, we, we obviously yesterday, now, honestly, the, the days are just flying out of my head. Yesterday, we confirmed the signing of Antonio Cholak um, from PAOK. Um, had a fantastic spell on loan at Malmo. Um, we, spoke, we spoke to um, our Greek correspondent, and he says that, look, the, the, the Greek league, you cannot take it seriously in terms of strikers because it's a very, very, very defensive league because his numbers weren't great. Um, but from what you've seen of him against us and um, what you've heard about him, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, if I'm being perfectly honest, I can't really remember him about us. Neither other than, can I. Other than, other than until start, people started to talk about him and I went back and had a look. Um <laughs> So I don't really know what to expect from him. You're right, the Greek league is not really known for its, its standard of attacking football. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, we know that... It's interesting that we've signed another Croatian, actually, because I remember um, I remember when we signed Barisic and Katic, um, Gerard said that the Croatian market was something that... Um, was it was a market that Rangers would look at more in the future because it really hadn't been exploited by by Western European clubs or Central European clubs um, in any great sort of detail. Um, and it's interesting that we went there and, and 
one of the well, one of the first signings of this in the summer, the second signing of the summer as a Croatian striker. Um, so I wonder if there's still, if, if under Van Bronckhorst, that's still something that the recruitment team, which is also led by Ross Wilson and Van Bronckhorst, or more so Ross Wilson, um, still a market that they're looking at. So mm-hmm. it, it might not be the end of the, the, the Croatians' influence, Croatian influence coming into Ibrox. It's, it's something that we've obviously looked at for a long time, not just under Van Bronckhorst, but under Gerard as well. So um, I find that interesting because it might mean that we've been looking at this guy for a wee while. Um, and we've been looking at these kind of players from that part of the world for a wee while, and it's not just a whim. Here's a guy that's available. He's a decent player. He played well against us. Let's bring him in and see how he does. Because we fell into that trap before, as have most clubs. Um, so I, I think it's quite interesting that he's that as a Croatian. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, I'm right, and and it's uh, it's something that we've been looking at for a wee while, and it's it's been a careful decision and not just a rushed one. Yeah, well, we've got another caller um, on the line. Um, somebody's not phoned in before, so um, caller, phone number ending 277. How are you? I'm fine, yeah, I'm great. I just heard you speaking about Welsh players there, and I thought... Oh, my name's JD, my name's Jamie, yeah. <laughs> I just, I thought I'll sneak a wee listen in and then I heard somebody mentioning Welsh players and getting off Wales loyal boys to phone in or get Nicholas to phone in. I thought, no, I'll phone in and I'll tell them what's happening. And once, for once, Martin, we've signed a decent Welsh player, a guy who's going to come into this league and do something well. 28-year-old, still hungry, He's got desire to go elsewhere. He won't be running about the park with a wee snigger and a wee gun in his face. So really happy with that signing. That's my thoughts on the Tom Lawrence. And I wasn't even happy with it. I wasn't even too keen with it until you see with the guy, his numbers and stuff. And I think he's a wee dip. He's a bad, we didn't have bad action when he was involved in that episode. But even you look at his numbers for last year, and a struggling derby side. Well, I'll tell you he's something. He's a bit about him as well, isn't he? I'll tell you something. GP's just put, my name's JD and I'm a rageaholic, which I think is probably the best <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everybody knew that anyway. It's probably the best way. But on a serious note, JD, um, do you think the signing of Lawrence, and, and I asked Curry this and I, and I asked Alan, so I'll ask you, do you think that might possibly affect the amount of appearances that Young Lowry will get? Ah, well, the only thing is, with Lowry, they do this with the younger players, but they play them in different positions. So, and Wally will tell us, Lowry can play anywhere, behind the striker, so, and you know what? Lowry could probably play a wee bit deeper if we need to. I'm just trying to say, like, like almost probably like a Billy Gilmore, if you know what I mean, but probably maybe a bit too. Lowry likes to take risks, so maybe not in that position, but definitely anywhere behind the front three. So, I think it will, of course, um, stop him. But I think Lawrence is also a player that could probably play anywhere. So I and no, I, I think this season is going to be Lowry's big introduction. Um, and then I don't, I think maybe, well, I'd say maybe I'd be gutted if he didn't get anywhere near like 17 or 18 games anyway. And then next season would be the one for me after that, this season after that. So of course it does a wee bit, but. We need to we need fresh blood. I've said it for long enough, Martin. We need to refresh this squad up. And it looked at the sailor 
and he was the thing that's maybe going to do kickstart that, which is good. The the caller Alan makes a few good points. He does. Uh, he's, it's a shame, isn't it? Um, JD, do you think there's there's been comments of this in the on the comments? Funnily enough, um, guaranteed starters and who's going to start? Do you think anybody's got, deserves to be a guaranteed starter, whether they're a new signer uh, or not? Yeah, I, I probably agree. Again, who's a guaranteed start? And see now, like you would have always have said, Morelos was a guaranteed start, but you just don't know. Like, Morelos does go through wee dips in his form as well, Alan. And you know what? If you've got a guy like Kolac, who could come in and score goals, that's what it's all about. Surely, if you've got players pushing each other, then you don't have guaranteed starters ever. But you probably, if you look at the way Bassey came on and. Um, and even like Kent and that, you probably have got guaranteed starters, haven't you? But, but then, then, if, then if, they, if they dip in form, let's say, let's take Bassey for example, he's probably the easiest one to say this about. If Bassey's playing left back for us and he dips in form, he gets dropped and Barisic comes in because we would expect that for any other position yeah. in the park. We'd expect, and, and I, I don't think that I don't think Morelos is a guaranteed starter. If Morelos piles on the weight again and has a wee yeah. lazy spell again, because he, he did do that at one point as well, and he's he's no he's no physical and he's no scoring goals and he's not creating chances and opportunities and spaces for himself, um, he gets dropped. And I, I I think that should be the case for everybody at Rangers Football Club. There's nobody big, bigger than Rangers. There should be nobody walking into that that dressing room on a Saturday afternoon or whenever Rangers are playing and expecting to see their name on the team sheet. They should all have to work for it and they should all, all, all have to earn it. And, and I think that's what, you know, we need to realise as Rangers supporters, and I see in the comments, we need to realise that nobody's a guaranteed starter. Nobody deserves to be a guaranteed starter. They need to come in. They need to work hard. Lawrence has, has had a really good career in the English Championship, which is a good level. Um, he's Welsh internationalist. That, that doesn't give him an entitlement and it doesn't give Cholak an entitlement or Morelos or Kent or anybody else an entitlement to turn up and say, do you know what? I'm guaranteed to be in this team every week, so I don't really need to put much effort in. And I think I, I, I think Lundstrom is a prime example to use. But you probably have thought he came for the Prem or whatever, whatever. He'd done well in the Prem and then came up. You would have thought oh, he's actually he's sorted. He struggled. So uh, Lawrence might uh, struggle or start or take time. He's, I'm just hoping a number ten, that type of player, a bit of flair about him, and scores goals that he can come in and hit the ground running. We need everybody to be hitting the ground running. And you touch on that, Barris, it's probably started last season as our first choice left back after, uh, on the back of the previous season. And Barisic came in, and Barris has lost his form, Barisic came in, and the rest is history with that one, I think. Can I just say, Davey, 1642 channel member, says you should get him on the panel. Davey, I begged him I to come on the panel because it was only me and Alan. And he says, oh, no, no, it's family night. I'm, I'm staying with the Waynes. And he spent 10 minutes on the phone. <laughs> Here he is on the phone. You know what I mean? I, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself, man. I was just sitting there. I don't know what they were watching. Just watching something. I'm hanging on. I'm going to sneak a wee listen to what's happening. And I just heard a couple of names getting mentioned. And I thought, I'm on that. I'm going on that. <laughs> Can I just say, JD, my, my all-time favourite comment came in there. Um, JD even sounds bald. <laughs> 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 right, anyways, anyways, get off the phone so that uh, uh, go, go and watch Frozen or whatever it is you're doing. You're doing well, guys. You're doing a great, a great job. F- thank you very much, caller, and, and right. hopefully you'll phone in soon. Thanks. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, need to, you need to That's screen nice. these calls better, mate. Psychopath. So, you, yeah. need to, you need to screen the calls better, mate, honestly. I do. You know, I probably should know his number, to be fair. I, I think so, I. 
Yeah. See if you heard your phone, if you heard your phone. <sighs> well, yeah. <laughs> Fog Dogs kind of picking up on a point you made, Al. Um, all these signings will push everyone in the squad. Uh, they want to keep their place, keep putting in good performances. Simple. So you, you made the point that nobody's guaranteed first-team football. I would probably argue um, that Tav would be there, Goldson would be there. So that there will be one or two who kind of are guaranteed first-team football. Are they? If they go on a horrendous runny forum, cost us a couple of games... Cost us a few goals, cost us games, cost us the games that get us knocked out the Champions League early. I, I think we'd be screaming to see them dropped, even if it's just for a couple of weeks, man. Because maybe sometimes footballers need that; they need to get their head out of the game, so they need t- time away. They need they need a couple of weeks off, a game off. So are they guaranteed if they have a really horrendous dipping form? I don't think they are. I think mm-hmm. probably Tav is probably the one that's got a little bit more protection than anybody else because we don't really have a first team right, second choice right back. But And he's a captain. And he's a captain, but I, don't, I wouldn't say that guarantees anybody a starting position on that team. And in actual fact, I think because he's a captain that Tav should have to work, or it probably feels like he has to work twice as hard as anybody else because he should, he should be setting that example. I think Tav kind of already does. But look, we have another caller who's come in. It's somebody who's phoned in before. Mm. It is Carol. Carol, how are you doing? Great, how are you? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Good. Your, your name is one of the hardest names for me to pronounce because I've got a slight speech impediment. It's all right so far. <laughs> well, well, I'm pure dead class region. <laughs> right, so, what's your thoughts in on it? In fact, I'll, I'll just, what's your point, caller? I'll be professional. Oh, very good. I'm not buying you, though, by the way. <laughs> uh, the thing is, I was quite happy with the signing of Colac or Cholak, or whatever his name is. Right, until you opened your mouth, Mark. Oh, no. I was talking to somebody, the Greek League's very defensive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the Scottish League is very defensive. <laughs> <laughs> you get it, you know? Let's, let's not build it. It's like Berlin Wall sometimes when we're playing. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to get all right, it's, you know, it doesn't build you, build you with confidence. But last week, the guys was, could score goals for fun. Let's see how funny it is against Livingston, you know what I mean? Mm. And things like that in the winter. I think, I think yeah. the point that guy was making was that the Greek League has sort of turned into the Italian League. It's the Italian League but, old now, the Greek League. Yeah, I, I don't think that came as any surprise. The Greek League, I know that I'm an expert on the Greek League, but it's always been pretty bad. Even if you're Greek football, even if you remember back to when Greece won the Euros, and what did they, I think they scored like, Aye, two, or, two, like, two, like two goals in the entire tournament and they won it. You know, <laughs> Got to give him a chance. I'm not sure about this guy, Lawrence. I see. I, I don't know. He's, he's one of the ones, uh, Carl. That he's been about England for that long, and like I said to Alan Heller, I didn't even realise that he was as old as 28. But he's he's a guy that was about. He was one of these supposed wonder kids back in the day for all you football manager players out there. Um, but he was one of the top players, and albeit a very very much struggling derby team. But he's always had good press, and he seems to be a workhorse and somebody who's willing to put the foot in. Um, so it's one of the ones you, you you don't know about any signing until they pull the shot on, do you? No, but I'm quite happy to hear that, Martin. You know, he puts the foot in because we need that. Mm-hmm. We do need that. I suppose the only problem with that is the fact that we are in Scotland and we have the referees that we have. 
um, that you only need to look at the likes of Ryan Jack, Alfredo Morelos in the early days. If somebody, I know that. If somebody comes in with that reputation and puts it about a wee bit, is he going to fall foul of the yellow card syndrome? Oh, no, that's always the same way as. That's one thing we pick up for fun. Yeah. You know, I've got yeah. a question. Have you got any contacts in the SFA? Oh, Hunters. Absolutely. Hunters oh, great, great, great. You can do me a favour. I've got an old Betamax video recorder we can use <laughs> when the comes in. <laughs> Neil is one of my best pals. I'm actually, I actually think that's that's what the SFA are going to use, isn't it? It's... That's not very far away from me, Doncaster. <laughs> that's what they're going to use for VAR, I think. Is old Betamax. That's what we think of I was hunting for the antiques road trip if it ever came down here, you know. Do you know, I could just, I don't know how, just go, go on by your voice, I could picture you on the antiques road show. I don't know how. I'm, I'm very old. <laughs> uh, that way. Uh, let, let... I remember when Rangers were good. Honestly, <laughs> oh. it must be old. Um, oh. let, let, let me just put something to you very, very quickly, uh, Carl. Something that i seen on Twitter before I lost my phone. There was a lot of people, because I don't know if you have you seen the news today that Kmar Roof hasn't made the Portugal trip because he suffered yet another injury. <laughs> oh um, no, I um, is it getting to the point now where we have to try our best to cut our losses, or do you think that's pretty much now on impossible? Wait, wait, see, I said this the last time I phoned. I think the players owe us a bit of loyalty as well. I think they should be on statutory sick pay when they're up <laughs> instead of collecting their money. You know what I mean? It's not being funny, but they get too much for doing nothing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems to be anything they're halfway. How can you pick up an injury when you're wrapped in cotton wool? Mm-hmm. How can you? I mean, I've done my back end just bending or turning on a light switch. But this, <laughs> oh, I'm glad you said light switch. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got a bad back. But when you've got an injury, it does happen. Mm-hmm. It comes back and back and back. Right, I'll let you go into another caller so I can put it up in my in mute base. My message will kill me if she can't hear people that's young and still got a voice left and things like that, you know. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you who was good tonight, JD. Oh, he's a psychopath. Listen, you guys, you, you only need to listen to him on podcasts. We've got him on phones and group chats, and it's just... It's, do you sound... Do you sound... No, do you know what? He, we've, like, he, gets, he gets muted quite regularly. He, he does get muted. But I would say, Alan, that Carl sounds like he's got a luscious, um, long grey hair. What do you think? I'll get luscious three grey hairs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's hanging up my nose. And yourself, cheers, buddy. It's uh, it's interesting about Roof, isn't it? It's um, uh, you know, CGM says Roof is just never going to stay fit, and I agree. I, I think we've seen that we've seen flashes of Roof. Um, and has he been here two years now, two seasons now, where we see a good player? He is a good player, but he is just never going to stay, stay fit. And it's maybe why he is playing in Scottish football because if he was going to stay fit. Um, other clubs and not bigger clubs but bigger leagues might come chapping um, and I, I think that's why we're stuck with him I don't think anybody at a higher level than Scottish football is going to take a gamble on him because he's, he's fitness so I do think we're stuck with him and it's it's a shame because there, there is a player in there but he just cannot cannot stay fit long enough to see him for any length of time Unfortunately Alan we're stuck with the next caller who <clears throat> 
I'm pretty sure you'll recognise his voice. And I, I do very much hope that this caller has the show muted in the background. Hello, Martin. Alan, <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> how are we? I'm not bad. I'm actually out. Uh, my daughter's out of time. I'm out for coming to eat. So I've just come out a wee break. I'm trying to give you two a phone. My wife's you know, not happy, but I'm coming to give you a phone. Caller, would you like to let everybody watching know who your name, please? Uh, my name's Scott. Oh, uh, they probably know who I am. My name's Scott, so Max was phoning just a wee point for the two years. I see Yama's been rumoured to come back. I know JD may not be happy, but I see Yama's been rumoured to come back. But what do you two is making Tom Lawrence signing? I think it's a fantastic signing, but what do you two make it? I, 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 I like it. I think it's a good signing. As, as I said earlier on, I'm not convinced he's a guaranteed starter. I'm not convinced anybody's a guaranteed starter, though. Um, but I think he's a good signing. He improves the quality of what we have in those positions, uh, in that position. Um, and it's something we lacked last season after Morelos got injured. We screamed that we were players short, we were number short, and we were quality short because that wasn't good enough and, and Roof was always injured. So I think Joe Lack and Lawrence coming in improves the quality and the quantity of what we've got in those positions. So I'm delighted with that. Improves, improves the squad overall. Can I just say that Gallant Pioneer... With another fantastic comment, um, this voice sounds ginger. Um, so, say <laughs> Gallant's got that absolutely spot on. Care, it's a difficult. It's a difficult one, Care, because like <clears throat> I've, I've said about three or four times now, he was rumoured as this, you know, wonder kid at Manchester United. Went out and had a couple of loans. Then spent he spent most of his career in the Championship. I've only really seen bits and bobs of him. You have you watch a lot more English football. Um, than I do. So rather than me give a meaningless opinion because I don't really, I haven't seen him much. What's uh, your opinion? I think he'll add so much to the way we play. I think he can create, he can score, but he'll add some dig. You'll be surprised how, how tough he is and you'll be surprised to hear he'll probably just turn off a few times because he's got a bit of temper. But I think he's not scared. He'll mm. put his foot in. He's actually headbutted a few people a few times as well, out of anger. So I think it'll bring a lot to our team. I think it'll be it'll get full in the seats watching. He will go through games that will be poor, like most creative players do, and people will be on his back. But I think for free, it's a fantastic signing. And I'll, I know I've been critical of Ross Wilson in the past, but I'll give him a bit of credit for buying in Tom Lawrence because I know a few clubs were chasing him and he decided to come to Rangers. And he'd be to him. The Rangers can see it's really hard to turn them down unless it's one of the top six in England because there's no really going to get anywhere better than coming to Ibrox and putting in front of 50,000 fans. Jim, your name is there? Well, uh, Jim Sloan, Care, you always talk sense, mate. Um, Robin Curry, Care, the voice of reason, old school. <laughs> um, RFC 56, Care is top notch. Is that top notch that he knocked back a, a place on the panel tonight to go and spend time with his daughter? That's how top notch Care is. Come on, she, she's come up to England, so I have to see I'm seen her for a while, so. And she's going to tell us at wedding venues tomorrow, so as well. So I'm happy to spend time with the family, but I thought I'd pop on to say hello to you too. I'll try and watch some of you when I meet my dinner, but so, it's, so it's quite hard because there's a 60th birthday party on in here and I can't really hear you. That's far too young for you. Um, yeah. Just, just <laughs> well, I don't know, like, you can't be far off it. Am I, am I getting an invite to the wedding, Kev? I don't know. You have to ask her. I've not got a scooby-doo. I've told her to go abroad and get married, but... Uh, so you don't need to pay for it, aye? 
Aye. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if Kerr's paying for it, we're all turning up. And I, 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 bet, I bet it's somewhere really fancy. You know. Money's going to his rabble account. Right, Kerr, I won't get back to your night, and I'll speak Play to you soon. And see, see you both later on. Catch you later. Right, see you later. Right. I'll tell you what, it's dedication for the for the team, isn't it? I mean, there's JD on a family movie night and cares out for a family meal, wasting the time to call in. That's, I'd be sleeping on the couch tonight if I was either one of them. It's quite sad, isn't it, really? Uh, you know, <laughs> they, have to, they, they have to just phone in. You know, they, uh, do you know what it was? They were worried that nobody was going to call. I think that's what it was. Ah, I think right, okay. was going to phone in. So you do you know what? Do you know, do you know what? There's, there has been a couple of callers, but I know for a fact Nicholas Moore's going to prove them wrong and he's going to call in and tell us all about uh, Tom Lawrence and well, his, Alan, his well chantics. So come on, Nicholas, get us get a call back. Alan Simpson, hold two seconds there. I'll pull up Alan Simpson's comment. Um, Martin, tonight, tonight I'm having family time. Phone you in five minutes. Here you go. <laughs> but, but Alan, we do um, have... Oh, hold on a wee second. I have... I've just messed that up. I do apologise. Somebody phoned in and I accidentally hung up on them. So if you want to phone back in, um, I shall take your call. And we we'll do have that I end up for the season start. I'll tell you, by the way, the phone calls are coming in thick and fast because we have Alan from Hampshire. Alan, how are you? I'm okay. I told you I'd phone you in five minutes. I'm having great family time here. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be if you're having family time. <clears throat> that you need to phone I in think that's, I think that's one of these buzzwords, you know, for I'll phone you or phone me later on, is when you mention family time. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a get out of jail card for everything, isn't it? Yes, so, so as I have, uh, as I'm trying to get posher and I'm trying to get more professional, what's your point? <clears throat> Do you know something? I've been very pleased with the true signings, to be honest. Um, like Alan, fantastic name, by the way, um, has been saying no one's an absolute starter. But at the same time, you know, you I keep the jersey, you keep performing, keep <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm just actually watching on my laptop. I've got it coming up. It's a couple of minutes delay, um, and I was just laughing at the bookies. Um, yeah, um, fair enough. Um, yeah, if you might keep hold of the shop, no one's an absolute guarantee starter unless you're playing out of your skin constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, this young boy Lawrence, well, he's young boy to me. I'm nearly fifty. Um, he's he looks quite promising. It looks really promising. It might be one of these types of players that we've been asking for for the last few while. Someone who'll get stuck right into the game. Mm-hmm. He's no scared of get picked up the yellow cards. Um, anybody harasses him, uh, fills him. You know he's going to go back out and target that person, like an old Ian Ferguson character. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. And you only need to, um, Alan, on the panel. Um, not Alan on the phone. You only have to look at his his, his record with his yellow cards. If, if you watch any clips of him, doesn't he take any shit? No, uh, um, and that's what I think. That's probably what I'm looking forward to the most, actually, because I like that type of player. Um, so, and it'll, you know, I think it'll be good for Scottish in, in Scottish football as well, because we're still a little bit behind the times, um, certainly behind the, the English league when it comes to the fact that. We're still so physical. Our, th- our teams against Rangers are still so so physical and so big at the back. So having a centre forward like that up there, or an attacking player up there through the middle, um, will give them a little bit more to think about. Uh, I know Maria Lost does that as well, but it'll give them a little bit more to think about having Lawrence, who might play a wee bit deeper. So I like the fact that we're going to have that physicalness, and, and it's just 
we need it. We need it. We, Scottish football needs that. If you want to be successful in Scottish football, you need to have players that can hold their own against these types of teams and these types of defences. There's no point having, you know, the most skillful player in the world coming up against Ryan Porteous, for example, because he <laughs> might beat him every now and again for pace and for skill, but that every now and again, Porteous is going to put you on your backside um, after he's put you six or seven feet up in there. So we need somebody that can that can stand up to that and, and meet that challenge. Um, so yeah, I'm absolutely. I think that's what he's going to bring. That's what I'm looking forward to, um, and it might see it might you know allow players like Kent to be a little bit more expressive in their play as well. Yeah, well, that's the the only thing I was looking at, Alan, on the phone. I can't have two Alans on. That's far too confusing. <coughs> um, we'll just say posh Alan is Alan for Hampshire, and Alan is Alan. So oh, po- there's nothing posh about me. Posh Alan. <laughs> um, what I did notice, and I, and I read it out, I think at the starter. Or, or sometime into the pod was that he that Tom Lawrence has spent most of his career out in the left, uh, attacking left, which is obviously Ryan Kent's position. So, do you see this as competition for Kent, or do you see Geo bringing him in and moving him about? I'm going. I'm going to say that I'm going to see Geo bring him in more centre field. Remember this boy. He's no scared of having a dig at goals. And nine times out of ten, looking at some of the goals I witnessed on YouTube, him scoring, I mean, he if he gets a space, he's, he's taking a shot. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to play him anywhere up anywhere up the front, if you know what I mean, uh, with the being a striker, that is. Um, anywhere at all, left, right, centre. I mean, this, boy's, this boy, if he is good, it's what I've seen, he's good. He's going to gel into an even stronger Rangers team. He's going to help that team. If you think of what he's done, he was at um, Derby. Was it Derby? Hi, Derby. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a crap season. He was the only glimmer of light in that team. Mm-hmm. Now he's come to a team that's got more internationals, playing better, fantastic European run. I mean, he's going to excel in our team. What do you think? I, I personally think that he'll play anywhere Gio asks him to play. He'll play there. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, that should be true of any player, though, really, shouldn't it? A- any player should be willing to play in any position that the manager tells him. I know look, football's changed, and if, like I, I've mentioned it already, but if you're, a, if you're a football manager player out there, then, you know, you've got Trequatistas and... and well, that's quite well pronounced. All sorts of names for, for, for things. But Alan, um, in the studio, um, players should be willing to play wherever the manager tells them. Yeah, you'd like to think so. Um, players that have, you know, they've got uh, everybody's got a lot to prove because that's what they do throughout their careers. They've got things to things to prove. They've got they should be willing to run through a brick wall and turn up in the changing room. I think it was Derek Johnson told the story. He says he never knew who he was playing for week to week. He turned up and the, and the manager would say to him, "You're playing here today. I ain't bother, boss. I'll go and play there." It's not like that anymore. Players are a wee bit, are a wee bit special. They're a wee bit, you know, pampered a little bit, and they think, no, this is my position. And, and I, how dare you? Uh, yeah, I'm a left, I'm a left midfielder. How dare you ask me to play central? Um, unfortunately, that's modern football. I wish it was different at Rangers. I wish that we had players that were willing to play anywhere they were needed. Um, but the reality is, that's just no modern football anymore. Yeah, Alvin, mate, great call as ever. Um, if there's anything else you want to get off your chest before I let you go, please feel free. Yeah, it's just it's absolutely still boiling down here, by the way, guys. Yeah, all right, okay, very good. Uh, <laughs> <boiling> <laughs> <by> <laughs> but, um, Martin, um, 
And Alan, thank you very much. Um, great show as always. I'll go back and I'll be tuning back in again. And obviously you'll be leaving a like on the show there, Alan. I've already done it, mate. There That's you probably go. one of the first likes <laughs> to, to hit the, the big thumbs up button. There you go. See, that's that's what we need. That's what we need. We need supporters like Alan. Alan, mate, thank you very much. Thank you. No problem. Enjoy the show, guys. Cheers. Speak to you soon. See you later. Bye. Um, we have a comment, if I can find it. Walter Zenga. Walter, just phone in again, buddy. The only issue I've got is I can only get one on at a time until I find a better app than Skype to use for the phone calls. Um, I'm trying my best in the background, believe me. Um, Google is not my friend when it comes to this. So just keep trying, buddy. I'll have a look out for your number and I'll try and get you on. Um, that goes for, for everybody. Um, I'm loving doing the phone-ins. I'm loving hearing everybody's opinions. It's, it's, it's honestly great fun. I will try and improve it. I will try and make it better. Um, but, um, oh, and I think that might be Walter. No, Walter. Uh, how's it going? All right. Not bad, buddy. Yourself? I know too bad. Thanks very much for having us on. No worries. So, you've had the positive spin about the new signings, and to be honest with you, I'm happy with that. We needed that. But I can not want to take the, the GDA approach tonight since oh, you know, no. and have the, the negative spin uh, because there's several things I'm still not happy about. Um, I'm going to name you nine players just now, right? And I want you to tell me Honestly, if you think that they're going to be a starter in the team next season, whether you'd be happy with that, as in the normal 11 that can play week to week, right? So I'm just going to name them. Arfield, Katic, Helander, Simpson, Offerbohr, Sands, Ruth, Sakala, Wright. Many of them are going to get in your best 11, are they? Hollander possibly, if he could stay injury free. I would possibly say Hollander. I know we've brought in Suter. Suter's a fantastic centre-back. We've got Goldson there, the best centre-back in the, in the league. We've got young Leon King. But a fully fit Hollander, I would, I would say I would have. If anybody else on that list, I'd probably say no, unless Scott Wright comes in at the start of the season and absolutely tears it up. It's all about that right wing position, isn't it, for players like Scott Wright? It's unless we sign somebody who is an out and out right winger and a top, 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 top talent to play in that position, then it's there. And it was there last season as well for somebody to take and make their own, um, whether it's Sakala or Wright or um, whoever else. If, if Lowry ends up maybe playing out there, I don't know. I don't think so, but he might. Um, you mentioned the Offerboard as well. I don't believe he's back training, is he? No. No, um, I don't think we're going to see off and more in a Rangers shirt, unfortunately. Um, I'd like to have, I'd like to have to see what he was like. I didn't know much about him, um, but unfortunately, due to his, his health condition, I just don't think we're going to see him in a Rangers shirt. Um, certainly not at any any standard or level. We'll we'll see him for a prolonged period of time. Simpson, I think, I still think Simpson's going to be one that goes. I've got a few centre backs here, as you've mentioned. Um, and we're only going to play with two, so I think Simpson's going to be the one that goes. Katic might also go as well, depending on if offers come in for him. And I like Katic. I'd like to see him get a chance as well, but um, he's probably going to, he'd probably be the easiest one to get ready um, if we were going to get rid of another centre-back. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's there's names there that, that aren't going to make... If, if we want to pick our perfect 11, they're not going to make it. Um, 
It's not to say they're not going to get that chance though, and, and they might they might make a position their yeah. own like Bassey did. We could we'd have sat here last this time last season and saying Bassey is never going to be anywhere near a, a permanent Rangers jersey because you know we didn't see we didn't see a great deal of him in the season before. When we did, it wasn't always great. It had the problems where he you know he was involved in party gate with COVID. Um, he was involved in that. His Rangers career could have been pretty much over at that at that point. Um, but then he's came in and he was one of the best players towards the end of the last season and he is in everybody's starting 11 for that first game of the season. Um, and the same might happen with Wright or Sakala or anybody else or, or, that's on that list, so we just don't well, know. Can I, can I just throw that question straight back at you, Walter, um, but just change it slightly? Obviously not for the starting 11, but is there any players on that list that you named that you would be happy being in the squad? Can I be honest with you, Martin? No. And I'll tell you why. I take your point on Hellander. See, at the start of last season, I think everybody, most Rangers fans, at least 90%, would have said that he is the best defender in the squad. Mm -hmm. But he's like Ruth. He's as robust as the Titanic. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And there's absolutely no chance of him sustaining a, a place in the squad because... That's two of the three seasons he's been here now that he's missed half mm -hmm. of those two seasons. And and we, Hellander and Roof will be on good wages, yeah. international players as well, do you know what I mean? So the nine players that I've listed are, are, are what I would class as the deadwood. I know they might contribute again here or there, but for me, they're no sufficient quality that we need. Now, I don't know if you remember back uh, to the season before when we played uh, the Prague games when Glenn Kamara got racially abused mm -hmm. and there was a guy, Nikolai Stanichu, that was in centre mid for, for Prague, the, the, the two games that we played against him. Now, for me, that's the type of player that we are missing in the squad. See that creative attacking flair, mid, central midfield player? That That's what we've not got. And I take the point that we do need a right winger. But see somebody with that that just ability to take on a player, to, to score a free kick from it. I mean, when was the last time Tavernier or Barisic scored for a free kick? Tell me, because I don't know. Uh, what, what is that not what Lawrence has been brought in for? Well, I, I take that point, but, but Martin, there, there is obviously the fact that we've got Hadji, who will obviously be half the season. Yeah. We've got our own product in Lowry. I think um, Lawrence has been brought in for, uh, obviously, competition for places. You make your jersey your own. But for me, I, I would class him as a forward. I don't class him as a midfielder. Our central midfield players are all too samey. So see your Stephen Davis, your Ryan Jack, mm -hmm. your Glenn Kamara, your John Lundstrom. Every one of them is far too similar. We've not got that flair player like... You go back to the 90s, Paul Gascoigne, the guy that you give the ball in the central mid who can go and take on four or five players. Mm. We do not have that type. The, the problem you have there, though, is... is missing. The, the, the problem you've got, though, that type of player costs a lot of money. Well, Stanitou went to China for a couple of million. Hey. You know, that that's what I mean. The, the, the type of player that, that is out there is out there. You just have to look. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the, the scouting networks now, Alan, are, are huge. I'm, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure Rangers have got their, their eyes on the ball. But if we can just take it back to Walter's first point, he, he rhymed off quite a few players there that if they, what, if they left tomorrow, I don't think any of us would probably bat an eyelid. But 
how difficult is it going to be for... Because before we can start bringing more players in, maybe we can bring in one or two, but before we can bring in you know, a, a decent amount of players, we have to let players go. How difficult is it going to be to get rid of the... I don't like the word deadwood, but un, unused players? Um, I, I, th- I think the, the point he made is absolutely spot on. When, when you well, when you, when you look at a start on 11, they're not going to make the start on 11 if we were to pick our an ideal team, if you like, for the first game of the season. Let's say Livingston. Livingston away, that's our, but this is our ideal team. None of them make the squad, really, or the starting eleven really. Until we start to pick up injuries, and then we're looking at these players for squad depth, mm-hmm. because we, we're we not the type of team and the type of league where we can have top, top quality sitting on the bench or sitting in the sidelines to be second-choice players waiting on injuries coming in. That's the type of players we've got available us to fill our squad out. Um, whether we like it or not, so we do need them. They do play a role. Most of them are capable of playing at the level we need them to play it in Scottish football. Um, you know they, they can do a job against your your bottom tier teams, your your mid level teams in the league, and, and your top three or four as well. You, even against Celtic, you would expect a lot of these players to be able to do a job. Um, so we do need them. I, I think there's an argument there that we do need them, and they can be valuable to the team. Um, and as Martin says, the type of player that you're looking for, we all want, we all, we all love those kinds of kind of players, but they're not going to come cheap. We looked at Joey Veerman, for example, um, and, and we looked at some of the, the price tag that was that was put in his head. But I would have expected him to come be coming and be that type of player. And the price tag just put Rangers off as it should have because it was an astronomical figure for for Rangers Football Club. Um, who else have we looked? We've looked at a couple of different players or been linked by a couple of different players in, in that kind of position. Because you'd like to think those links don't just come out of thin air. The, the, you know, the, the press will get a hold of something and, and, and cling on and make a story out of it. How so that's we got a hold of any of the kind of rumours, Alan? How come we know nothing? We make most of them up, to be fair. We um, make everything nah. up. But, but you'd like to think that, that these stories have came about because Rangers are looking at those type of players, but either we've been scared off by the price tag or the ideal, the, the best deal for Rangers hasn't came up yet. Um, it's well, no easy, they're no an easy type of player to find. Well, do you know what? Uh, well, uh, Perry in the comments, um, channel member has said, Need a wee flair player, get Lowry in there. He obviously costs nothing because he came through the youth. Um, is, is Lowry that player this season for us? I think Lowry deserves his chance, absolutely. You look at his goal against Tynecastle, I don't think there's many players in our team that could score that goal. Uh, so I absolutely take that point. The problem with Lowry is he's he's still too young that he's not filled out physically yet. So you don't know how the demands they play in week to week is actually going to take on his body. So I think you're looking at Lowry playing 20 games next season, 25 the season after, and about two years you're expecting him to play every game for you. You know what I mean? So that that's the, the progression to Alex Lowry. But obviously there's got to be a starting point there. See, so, so, I curiosity, mean, there's a lot of people banding that figure about, about for Lowry, 20 games. What what do we mean by 20 games? Do we mean 20 starts or 20 coming off the bench with 10 minutes to go? No, I, I think 20 starts, Alan. He's got to start. What's the mm-hmm. point in bringing him on the bench? He's got to start. It's the only way you progress a player. No, I, I would agree with that. I, I think he needs to start 20 games and I just hope that 20 games can be a lot over the course of a season. Um, considering we only play 38 league games I say only, it's still quite a lot we play 38 league games so 
Um, 20 is a lot, and I, I just hope Van Bronckhorst has got the confidence, the confidence in Lowry, but the confidence in his sell to pick Lowry as well. Well, if anybody watches this regularly, and in fact, I say the same sentence every single week, but if anybody watches this regularly, then you know my thoughts on Lowry. Wolf makes the point, though, um, and maybe I'm very, very guilty of this. Um, we're starting to put too much pressure on young Alex. Walters' take is spot on. Just on, on Lowry very quickly, Walter, and, and, and look, like I say, everybody knows my opinion. I think he should be playing every single game, should already be made captain, and by the end of the season should be voted one of the greatest players ever put on a Rangers jersey, you know. But in all seriousness, I just, I love him. And for me, if he only got 20 games next season, and maybe I am just being overconfident, putting too much pressure on him, I'd be disappointed if he only got 20 games next season. No, have we so lost? Are you throwing that back to me, Mark? Yeah, sorry, sorry, yes. No, no, I mean, listen, 20 games, I, I think you're saying at least 10 in the league, and I'm hoping that we're going to go deep in both domestic cups. So you're saying, you know, five in each cup. Obviously, you're, you're maybe not taking Europe into that because he'll probably tend to go with his more experienced um, players in Europe, depending on which competition, whether it be Champions League or Europa League, hopefully Champions League. But I, I think 20 games starting is a good, you know, starting point. There could be a reliance on him, whereas, you know, like a young Barry Ferguson under the Advocate era, he chose to go with a 19-year-old Barry Ferguson in central midfield and it just became harder and harder to drop him as the, the season went on. You hope that's the same case with Lowry. But I'm just trying to be realistic at the same time and think that 20 is a realistic target for starting games. Yeah, I think I think as well. A lot of people are saying twenty is a minimum, and I think the key word in that sentence is minimum. You're right. If if he if he does start early on in the season and he makes that position his own and becomes undroppable until you know his performances dictate otherwise, there's no reason he can. We've saw that. My only concern, or no, my only concern, but one of my biggest concerns is we sat here this time last season and had really similar conversations about Stephen Kelly. Um, there's a it big difference. It, it, it didn't, I was just going to say it didn't work out for various different reasons. Um, but I just hope this isn't the this isn't the, the sort of the signally intent of, of how we intend to sort of treat the younger players and um that they're not going to well, get those chances. There might be something coming soon um that everybody's available to watch that might put some of those questions out there. But however, I am not saying Anything at the moment, Walter? Mate, is there anything else you would like to get off your chest? Shout at Alan. No, shout at me. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks very much because I'm glad I got the chance to come on and speak my piece. Because I remember being on halfway through last season, and there was guys in the comments accusing me of being a Tim, and I just like to say <laughs> I think the night I've proved them no. <laughs> <laughs> Walter, mate, it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. And make sure you phone back. I will do. Take it easy, boys. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. We can't put off the Joe Rebo chat any longer, Alan. No, we can't. Uh, it would appear that he is about to leave the club. Um, I said on this podcast many, many occasions that I knew somebody who was close to Joe and Joe was very happy um, that he didn't want to go. But not that he didn't want to go, that he was happy to stay at the club. Um, however... Things change, people people put bids in. If you've got that option of possibly going down south, 
can we, really, we, we, we number one, we can't blame Joe um, if he leaves. And number two, he's been a fantastic servant to our football club and he gave me one of the best moments I've ever had supporting Rangers Football Club. Yeah, um, Joe... Ian's Aribo, on the phone, by the way. Ian will get to you in a wee second, buddy. Aribo came in and he was... He, he was um, you know, but again, we didn't know much about him. He came for Charlton Athletic and what the League One at the time, I think. And we didn't know a great deal about him. And he came in and he, he sort of made that position his own. He, he grew every season. He got better every season. He was he maybe fell away a little bit tail end the last season after the the I forgot the name of the African Cup of Nations or whatever it's called. Um fell away a little bit, didn't really come back for that as strong as what he went away to it. Um but you know, he was reliable, you knew you would expect him to turn up in big games and most times he did. He he obviously got that that goal um uh and Seville that gave us, you know, we spoke about Rangers making us dream throughout that Europa League run. Joe Rebo with that goal for, what was it, 12 minutes until they equalised, 11, 12 minutes until they equalised. He made us absolutely ecstatic. He made us really believe that, that was, this was going to happen. And he stepped into a position, of course, at the tail end of the season, um, which wasn't his natural position. He was getting asked to play a centre-forward role, which which he wasn't experienced at doing. Um He's got. A, he goes Alan, away. He made me run. That 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 says a lot. That's there. there you go, Aribo. If you're watching, that's probably your biggest achievement since you came to Rangers. Um, you're going away with a league championship medal, a Scottish Cup medal, an incredible Europa League run, which doesn't happen. You know, every Rangers fan will tell you that doesn't happen to Rangers supporters on a regular basis. So when it does happen. That it just lives with us forever, um, and you played a massive part in that. And you know that that memory, that that goal in the final, just uh, love yeah, with me forever. And I wish I, I wish Aribo all the best. I really hope I hope he goes into the Premier League and absolutely smashes it. I hope he gets an even bigger money move, um, and hopefully we we get a, a wee piece of that pie as well. Um, because he's capable, he's capable. He needs to go yeah. to. I understand he has to go to the Premiership at a team of Southampton's level to prove he can play in the Premiership because the top level Premiership clubs are still very sceptical of players coming for uh, for the Scottish League. Um, so, he, but Southampton's probably a good place to go because they've got a good, they've got a good track record. They, they sort of letting players show what they're capable of and moving them on. Virgil Van Dijk's a prime example of that. I'm also very conscious that we've had poor Ian Ross on the phone for now three minutes, having to listen to Alan waffle on. Ian, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, Martin. Thanks for taking my call, mate. No problem. Uh, I just want to address the Rebo the uh, conversation there that you're having. Uh, I have it in good authority uh, that Aribo categorically refused to sign a new contract. Well, obviously, I didn't hear anything about that. The only, the only concrete info I had was that he was happy to stay at Rangers for the, for this season. I did I, I had no information about contracts or, or anything like that. But he, he was, he was happy to stay for the season. However, if he wasn't willing to sign a contract and a club comes in with a bid that Rangers find suitable, then he's going to go. I, I think that I, I honestly think that's the reason that we that we brought Lawrence in because they knew that uh, they knew that Aribo was going to go. Mm-hmm. They've known since the end of the season that Aribo was going to go because they refused to sign the contract. So I think Lawrence has been on their radar for a, for, for quite a while. 
But, do you know what? It probably has. But but the, I suppose the more important question then, Ian, is if Lawrence has been brought in to replace Aribo, is that a good bit of business? I think it's a fantastic bit of business. It's like, you know, the guys, the guys, we got them on a free. We got them on a free. You can't ask, you really, you can't ask for more than that, you know? It, it, it come down Sheffield United to come to us. I mean, he would have been on a few quid. He would have been on a, a, a few quid more than, than what he's on coming to Ibro. That's that's a good point, Alan. I mean, if you yeah. look at the wages that obviously down south can pay. I mean, if you're comparing clubs, I mean, Sheffield United's nothing compared to, to Rangers as a football club. But if you're comparing wages, and I suppose a few of the clubs that were in for him, and he knows that league, and it's closer to his home. Um, whatever you you think of uh, uh, Lawrence as a as a footballer, um, it's a it's a good coup for Rangers to get somebody like that. Yeah, um, and it's it sort of it, it signals an intent about his character as well. Um, I, I sort of you know he's he's he could have went somewhere else for better financial gain um, for himself for his family. He could have went and got more money because no doubt he would have been offered more money in England at top end Championship and even low in Premier League than what he would have. Uh, in Scotland, but he wants to come. He clearly wants to come to Rangers for the football. Um, European football is also a massive uh, attraction. Um, playing for somebody like Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, massive attraction. Um, so, and he, he probably he might want to come to Rangers because he fancies his chances. He won a couple of medals as well. And who knows? Next, you know, in the next couple of years, he might get another big. He might get be the guy we're talking about that we're selling for a few million pound. I know he's a wee bit older, but you know, he might see that as well as an opportunity to come up here, win a few medals, play in Europe, show himself in a really good light and a really good stage, um, and get a move up to a, a, a bit of a bigger club than Sheffield United because, as you say, it's it's just there's no comparison really. So yeah, it's it's, it's uh, for me, it's a good bit. Of, it's a good bit of business, and it shows good character for him as well. Much like it did with John Lundstrom. Say that again. He increases his value over two years, and then we sell him on for three or four million. I mean, that's money in the bank. It's, it's not. It's not just that as well. I suppose in look, we've seen for the start of this um, um, transfer window that Rangers have made a lot of signings um, in the youth department, but now we've made a signing. Of a of a let's let's not be a bit of a quality player in in his prime years. Yeah, and I, and I think I, I think that I think that's a, a fantastic uh, signing. Like I said, Martin. I mean, that, the last time I was on, I spoke we spoke about the youth at, at length. Mm-hmm. And yes, 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 I, I, I still agree that, uh, that that they need to be brought on. I don't I, I don't think there'll be any more. I don't think I don't think you'll see a marquee signing. I don't think we're going to bring MD in on the five, six, seven million mark. I can't. See I really it. don't think we're going to do that. I you know, that, that financially, financially, it's not, it's not a good move for us. Well, financially, um, Ian, do we have to? No, I don't think we do. I, 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 I think the, I think the way that the club's progressing just now, okay, there may be small steps, Martin, but the way the club's going just now is the right way to go. We, we just have to be. As supporters, we just have to be a bit more patient and and, and let things pan out and see where we're going. Mm-hmm. Do you feel a, a bit more confident now, Ian, um, going into, well, not pre-season, because I, I suppose pre-season results, I suppose they do matter a little, but not, not in the grand scale of things, but the yeah. transfer business that we've done, how are you feeling? Are you feeling a bit more confident? Yeah, I'm, 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 I
Yeah, I think you're right. It's you know the rotation is really important, um, and it, it, as I say, it sort of ties in with what I was saying about not just improving the quantity but improving the quality as well. Cool. Cedric Cedric Atkins went out, um, and we've brought in Cholak and Lawrence, so it's improving the quality as well, um, which is really important for that rotation for making those substitutions. Um, for giving people a rest, you know, Chris Boyd tells tells a story about you know people that people that can play on a Sunday to allow people to get a rest that are going to play on the Wednesday. Um, yeah, exactly. and, we, and we need that, and, and we need that, and, and, and that's that allows us to do that. If you're playing some running at home on on the Sunday, and we've got a European game on the Thursday, you're not going to put your or, or on the Wednesday. Hopefully, I'm not, you're not going to play. The same team against St. Murray is what you're going to play uh, in Europe the, in the Wednesday or, or, or Thursday night. You know, so you need you need the quality of players there that you're able to rotate that squad, but still keep the quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to ask Ian before I let you go um, because I've got, <laughs> I've got quite a few calls coming in. But I no problem. Uh, before I let you go, we are playing Sunderland tomorrow night. Um, regardless of whether it's a pre-season friendly or a kickabout in your back garden, how good is it just to have Rangers back? Fantastic, fantastic, Martin. I'm uh, I'm going down to Blackpool for the Blackpool game uh, next. I think it's next Saturday, isn't yes, it? Yes, indeed. I've got yeah. my I've got my my fuel paid for. <laughs> Was there Apple playing for that, Martin? I wish, probably. <laughs> you want to see the amount of money I've spent trying to get this phone into work? No chance. I could imagine, Martin, yeah. And I know you've still got a few problems with it. Yeah. It's early days yet, Martin, and it's a fantastic show, you know. And it's great. I, I think it's great for guys like me to be able to call in and, and call up and, and, and join in the conversation. It's just a pity that Wolf's not here, you know. I like a wee argument with Wolf now and again, you know. Aye, Wolf shot, Wolf shot out it this week. He pretended he was <laughs> in Wales. He's absolutely Yeah, brilliant. I had him earlier on, but... He said he said he was going to phone in as well, and you never bothered doing that either. So, but Ian, mate, listen, I better let you go and, and try and get a couple yeah, more calls on before we finish. Thanks a lot, guys. Alan, nice to talk to you as well. Thank you very much. We'll speak to you soon. Cheers, Ian. I I just want to say a couple of things. The first thing I was going to say was for anybody going to Blackpool, there's loads loads of the rabble going down. See if you see any is there. Feel free to come up to us and buy us a pint. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. No problem. No problem. I'll accept it. But. Uh, I think it was Gallant Pioneer might have put the first one in. So for the first time this season, I'm really excited to say this. For the first time this season, let us know what your predictions are for the moment. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, Alan, we do have another call. We've got loads of calls coming in. 
Um, and it's from somebody who hasn't phoned in before. So call her ending 911. Oh, dodgy. Hello. Dodgy. Ambulance <laughs> <laughs> number. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm no bias. It's blue thunder. It's underneath. Blue thunder. Blue thunder. thunder. <laughs> I'm no bad. Um, just wanted to say, I, I'm happy with the, the three signings, including Suter. Um, and deep inside me, though, I feel as if we would need another striker. I mean, they need an attacking right winger. That's a definite. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got folk we're putting on the right, but they're not doing any any good there, and we've tried two or three. And I, I know he's looking at that, um, the boy for Congo or something. Boy, oh. Played for the Congolese team. I've lost my phone, uh, I've no idea. <laughs> First of all, the Rangers news, and uh, he's supposed to be looking at him, and he's an attacking right winger. And I'm, I'm quite happy with the team. I can't wait till the season starts because I mm. think Warren's is something we need, and I can't even pronounce the big fellow's name. Is it Cholak? Cholak, perfect. Cholak, I think, is what we need up there. We need a big bustling guy that's six foot two, three, that can put, jump these defenders and bustle his body and keep his back to them, hud the ball up. There's no hud all that. We have with Alfie, but Alfie's wee. You know what I mean? You need a big guy to do that, or you're yellow, which are way back in the days. Um, oh, way back I, in the days. I, it wasn't that long I, ago. I, <laughs> Alan's saying it wasn't that long ago, Yelovich. You're making us all feel old. I know I'm 63, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, but and, and please don't shoot me down for this, because this isn't my no. opinion. This is just something no. that I'm going to put out there. You're saying about a right winger. Um, I agree we have to bring one in. I, I agree that I would rather, if we could only make one more sign in this season, I would have a right winger before I would bring in another striker. But do you think Gio sees anything in Scott Wright to say that he can do that job this season? No. Just I don't know. I don't know how the pre-season has went with him. He might have found something kind of different in him. But now, but we haven't learned in the last season mm-hmm. uh, and getting dropped a, a few times and only come on as sub. So maybe if his pre-season has went good, Gio, maybe he sees something good in him that he knows I can put him out there and uh, he'll only need to buy one. Um, but we're only talking about another centre forward. Because you get Morales and uh, Roof. And, and Ruth's never off the table no. for getting injured, and Morales is there himself, and I mean, he doesn't get a lot of support at times, and, and he, he, he gets kind of lost when he's on himself. He needs he needs somebody beside him. Well, um, and and that, Cholak as well, I suppose, at the same time, it gives us a bit of a different option if the game's not gone that well for Morelos as well. Aye, I, would, I definitely take him off, put him on, it's a different dimension altogether. It's a bigger guy, it's a bigger bustling guy, it's a guy that can... I know the YouTube makes everybody look fantastic. It even made me look good when I was at school, do you know what I mean? Makes me, look, makes me look good on a Wednesday night when I play sevens and all. I know it's brilliant, isn't it, on YouTube? <laughs> but I've uh, wow. seen his goals. And it was he was taking on defenders, beating them and then scoring for long distance. And if he's scoring for long distance, that's what we need all the time. Longstrom proved that. He, he's shooting for long distance mm-hmm. and scoring. And I was fed up with a side-to-side pass and trying to cross it in and walk it into the net. Shoot for 18, 20 years, you know. So he's a fellow like that as well. He, he doesn't mind what distance he's at. He's, he's going to give them yeah. a good weather. That is something that we badly need, Alan, is goals from midfield. Yeah, we, we've lacked it for years. Um, 
It's, I don't know why it's it was strange under Gerard, considering Gerard scored so many goals for outside the box as a player. Um, it was strange that he never encouraged it more from from his midfield. We got a couple, we got a few, mm-hmm. um, some quite memorable ones. But yeah, it's, it's something that, that we have lacked. Lawrence, we've saw some of his stats that he likes to, to take pops outside the box. We know John Lundstrom's more than capable of it. Um, so hopefully it might be something we see. I, I'm not convinced we're going to see too much of it. I think. Again, modern football, um, keeping possession until there's an absolute clear-cut opportunity to take a shot seems to be the, the way that, that most football managers like to set up these days um, because it's all about statistics, isn't it? We keep, we yeah. keep, the, we, we keep the ball for 70% of the game. There's only, go, there's only one team going to score a goal. Um, so I don't know if we'll see that much of it, but I'd, li- I'd like to see more of it. I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I'm an old-fashioned when it comes to things like that. Um, so I'd love to see more, and who doesn't love to see a screamer? Mm. You know, so yeah, take shots outside the box. Let's see what you can do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Blue, anything else on your mind? Yeah, that's all. I was just going to say, can I give a big shout out to Big Timothy McTim? <laughs> um, he's, he's been keeping the, the, the banter going below. He's actually a Ranger supporter, but he's come on as Timothy McTim, and he's winding everybody up. And I don't know who he is. I right. thought we were keeping the banter going. Funny I thought it was us that was keeping the banter going, but there you go. Uh, no, I don't. Hey, Jews. Timothy was keeping it going below. So we were listening to you too, lads, talking sense. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but well, thanks for phoning in, mate. Make sure you phone back. I will do it, no problem. Mate. Thanks a lot, Cheers, man. Buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. See, the thing about Scott Wright is... He proved again. He was another one that proved towards the tail end of last season that he's capable of coming in and doing a job for us. But as a lot of people have, a lot of people have said in the comments, he's not going to do it consistently. Yeah, I know, I know. We have another caller straight in. Um, how you doing? Hello. Hello. Um, um, I just want to talk about like um Kolak. Mm-hmm. Um, I think kind of like Badisic may help Kolak with him being the same um, nationality, you think that may help him? That's actually a good point, Alan. It's something that I've seen um, online, a lot of people talking about it. Um, Kolac coming in as a Croatian to help out Barisic, although obviously not from a language point of view, but is there any, anything in that for you? Yes, um, absolutely. When you are, I mean, these these guys are still young men, although they're in their 20s, they're, they're still relatively young men. Um especially compared to me and you. Um, they're moving to a new part of the world. And, and I know Cholak, would play, he's went and played in other countries, um, and it's not a million miles away from home. You know, it's only three or four hours on a flight to, to go back home. But it is, it's a different climate, it's a different culture, it's a different way of life. Um, and it, that can't always be easy to settle in. So you have people around you that you might know um, from playing football at an international level with these guys. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean first team international level. He might have played at under 21 level, B team level, things like that. Um, so he might know Barisic and he might know Katic and, and having players like that round about will help him settle down a little bit um, because they can take him under his wing and, and let him know what life in Glasgow is like and the do's and the don'ts of playing for Rangers um, in Glasgow and one half of the old firm coming up or, you know, what you can say and what you can't say and what you need to be careful of. Um, because we've seen it before, we've seen foreign players in particular coming in, falling into these traps, doing something and being absolutely slaughtered for it, whether it be in social media or mainstream media. So having players like that round about you 
um, that have been there, they've been in your position, they've travelled to a different part of the world to ply their trade. You're absolutely right. Um, it will make a big difference to him and it'll help him settle in a lot quicker. What about, your, what about yourself, Colin? We never caught your name, but what do you think, Jinky? It'll, it'll help, Barra? Yeah, I'm Alex. Oh, is that you? Alex, is that Mr. Banks? I know. Um, you might see me in the comments, Alex Andrew Cameron. Oh, right, so Alex. Yeah. Of, so, what do you think then, Jinky? It'll help, Borna? I think he'll be. I hope he'll be all right. Um, at least he scored against the sheep. That's at least a point. <laughs> uh, what, what, so what's your feeling um, on the transfer window as a whole then, Alex? How are you feeling about it? Most, hoping, pe- most people are saying, you know, if, if we get a right winger in, we'll be happy with that. But how do you feel? I'm hoping Tom Lawrence um, boosts Kent's numbers or at least um, gets him maybe in the number 10 role. Mm-hmm. There's a point, Alan. Well, and that's something that we look, we we do discuss it quite a lot. Um, the Ryan Kent factor, you know, phenomenal player. Although his his numbers maybe don't show just how important he is. But would would a player like Lawrence coming in would that help? Would that also be a help for Kent? Yeah, it would be a help as long as it, I hope it boosts his numbers and things. Mm. Yeah, I think any player coming into that position that, that can maybe do something a little bit different. I, I say that earlier as well uh, about Lawrence's physicality um, might boost Kent. It might, it might give Kent a little bit more room because Lawrence is willing to, let's face it, take a player out. Um, so, yeah, I think it will boost Kent. It'll give Kent a, yeah, yeah, it'll give him a, a bit more protection. It'll give him somebody else to play off of. Um, Aye, and I'll give Kent another option in the middle in the in the box as well. And you know, as we said, we like we've seen Lawrence um, numbers. He likes taking shots from outside the box. If Kent can get the ball to him in the eighteen yard line and he takes a pop, then Kent's assists will go up mm-hmm. naturally. So um, it will definitely help Kent's numbers. Brilliant, Alex, mate. Final call of the night. Brilliant call. Make Thank sure you. you make sure you phone back. Thank you. Cheers, Alex. Yeah, so that was the final call of the night because that is going on nine o'clock. That's been an hour and a half. Alan, that has been an hour and a half. That is absolutely flown in, man. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, my first time on the, the phone in, my first pod of the season as well. So um, good to good to get involved in the, in the phone and I've absolutely loved it. It's been really enjoyable. been great hearing from all the callers um, and I hope they enjoy it as well. I hope, I hope even the people listening that haven't decided to call in, they might call in eventually and they uh, I've enjoyed it because it's it's something different. It's, it gives you the, it gives you the chance to join us and talking nonsense about Rangers because that's what we're here to do. That's what we love doing, and yeah. it's all about it's all about opinions. We might not agree with each other, but we love talking about Rangers. Exactly, exactly. Thank you to everybody who tuned in, and I have to kind of give a an apology to the folk in the comments. I know it's you guys that are phoning in, but when we're doing the phone in, if it's just two people, it's really difficult to try and get the comments in along with the calls and doing all the muting behind the scenes and and stuff like that. Um, Alan, shall we take one more call or do you need to go? Go oh, and then take another call. Take one more call. Yeah. Okay, final call of the night. Caller, hello, how you doing? Oh, and the caller has hung up. Oh. So that, I think that just proves that we should definitely leave it there. Um, but yeah, apologies to everybody in the comments. I know I don't get as many comments up. I will try, and I, I, it's it's a work in progress. That's why we've started at preseason. 
um, to try and iron out all all the kinks. We'll be back tomorrow with reaction to to Rangers' pre-season game against Sunderland. Just so good to talk about Rangers playing football. I can't wait to see the lineups. I can't wait to see how we got on. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Please do. Excuse me, like, give a podcast a like on YouTube and give us a subscribe as we make our way towards, hopefully by the end of the season, 10,000 subscribers. Give us a wee like and a retweet on Twitter and uh, and also get your comments in on Twitter as well because they do uh, come through. Alan, mate, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you to everybody watching and hopefully we'll see you all tomorrow night. Cheers. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.